Are you tired of spending countless hours in the kitchen every week trying to figure out what to make and constantly overspending on takeout? My guide, Well Prepped, is here to revolutionize your mealtime routine by offering you the perfect solution. Prep once, cook twice, and enjoy delicious, macro-friendly meals all week long. The food struggle is real. You want to eat well-balanced meals that taste good. You want to make most of your meals at home, but don't want to be a slave to your kitchen. You know you should be eating more protein, but don't know how in the world to get it in. You're overwhelmed with just choosing a recipe you have saved, so you end up getting takeout again. Insert well-prepped, a guide I created to take the guesswork out of efficiently making delicious, macro-friendly meals. This guide provides you with eight weeks of recipes. Each week, you'll prep once for 30 minutes, cook twice, and then enjoy eating all week. That's right. The two recipes will make you a total of six meals. I even made Instacart links for all the weekly groceries you'll need so you don't even need to think about grocery shopping. I'm all about saving time, money, and mental energy when it comes to feeding my family healthy meals, and now I get to share that with you. Grab your copy of Well Prepped at aishazaza.com. And from my kitchen to yours, cheers to eating well and being well prepped. Welcome to the Mindset Mile podcast. I'm your host, Aisha Zaza. For the next 30 days, we're going to learn to build better habits in health, fitness, relationships, business, and overall well-being by making small mindset shifts that make a big difference. Contrary to how it may seem, the path to any success is achieved by taking small, consistent action over time. Someday is not a day of the week, so the time to level up is now, because you were made for greatness. It'll be a marathon, not a sprint, and together we'll take it one step, one mile, one day at a time. Welcome to the Mindset Mile. You ready? What up, fam? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever it is you're listening to this and getting your mile in, it's morning for me and I had my coffee already. I'm ready to go. Am I the only person that goes to bed thinking about their coffee the next morning? It's just such a wonderful, exciting thing to go to bed thinking about. (laughs) Anyways, today we're going to be talking about self-care and why it's important to define what it means to you. We're living in the self-care era where brands, people, and consumerism are coming from every angle to make you feel and believe as though in order to be happy, you need to have a certain product or experience. Specifically, there's a treat yourself narrative around self-care that promotes splurging on things or food as a way to relax. Now, I'm not saying to never buy yourself something nice or to eat what you want to eat, but when these things are a ritual disguised as self-care, All you begin to live for is a temporary sense of fulfillment until the next shiny thing comes around. And often, I think we compare how we care for ourselves to how others do, making it feel like you're not doing it right or doing it enough. How easy is it to pop onto Instagram, see someone post an image of avocado toast, and feel like what you should be doing to relax and enjoy your Sunday is be sitting at a cafe with an $8 latte and avocado toast? It's kind of like we've become a culture who's competing to out-self-care each other by ways we are told will make us feel rejuvenated. And I'm not trying to hate on avocado toast, but is that what you need to recharge? 
Recently, I was having a conversation with a friend about how she felt pressure from people in real life and online to slow down and take care of herself. She was in a season of grinding, opening a new business, and it fueled her to see this lifelong dream of opening a spin studio come into fruition. It was no easy feat and demanded a ton of her time and attention. And to her, people's suggestion to slow down a bit or take a break to go get a pedicure or do something for herself only made her feel anxious. To her, in that season, self-care looked like working hard and pouring her heart into getting her business started. Maybe this seems like something completely different than self-care to you. But the point is, we shouldn't be told when or how to practice self-care because we all have different ways to decompress and our tanks start to empty at different rates. What is the point of self-care if you're stressing about how and how frequently it's practiced? I mean, isn't that the exact opposite of what we're trying to achieve? It's not a one-size-fits-all thing. But can I invite you to consider that the most impactful practices of self-care may not cost money? For me, what I've found is that I get an immense amount of satisfaction when I'm nourishing my body well, drinking lots of water, getting outside daily for a walk or a hike, honoring my body through exercise, having meaningful conversations and laughing with people, or reading and listening to a personal development book or podcast. I've also realized that self-care might not even be extremely fun or enjoyable in the moment. I mean, this may be a really extreme example, but I often look back on the half marathon here in Santa Barbara, where I ran up a mountain going from sea level to 4,000 feet in elevation gain. It sucked majorly in the moment, but I identify the perseverance and the mental stamina I needed to make it to that finish line as something that makes me a better version of myself. I get that that might not apply to you, but what are some ways in which you feel like your cup gets filled? Have you adopted the mindset that you don't have time for yourself? If that's the case, I want to lovingly challenge you and suggest that you don't not have time for whatever it is you need to feel your best. When your tank is getting low or you're running on E, the world is not getting the best of you. Your family and friends are not getting the best of you. Your job isn't getting the best of you and you are not getting the best of you. Usually in the seasons, I feel like I don't have time for myself. I'm not actually trying to make time and I'm not being intentional about fitting it in. When really, It doesn't need to be elaborate or take much time at all. 10 minutes of meditation, a podcast on your drive to work, walking a mile a day, wink, wink. What is that little thing that you can do to be intentional about your day? Nobody cares about your well-being more than you. So identify the things that make you feel like you're taking care of yourself. And I dare you to start implementing them for 30 days. You're already one step ahead of the game by doing the Mindset Mile Challenge. Remember, it's the small efforts that make a big impact. If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that the world needs your best and you deserve that same version. It's a constant work in progress, which is why self-care isn't a sporadic opportunity for rewarding yourself. It needs to be a daily habit. Deal? If you haven't already, Be sure to head over to themindsetmile.com and download my free journal, 
It's my gift to you to help you build better habits as we go through this challenge together. And if you're loving this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, subscribed, and shared with a friend. Be sure to tag me on your walks or runs at Zaza and hashtag Mindset Mile. That's all we have for today, my friends. Remember, the big things don't happen overnight. It's the small things done consistently that make the big things possible. You are capable and you are worthy. Make it a great day.